Father, as we go into your word, we ask that you speak to us. Let chains be broken. Let healings happen on that is anointing. Let Jesus be glorified. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. I have a gift somewhere there for someone um, who won from last week. Um, it's a note that is red in color. Um, for those who know what that means, red. Red. Anybody knows what that means? All right, because I had mentioned brown or red, and somebody said red first. You know when your love for a color supersedes your... <laughs> After the person I said red, we're like, wait, brown is like literally times two, right? Yeah, two reds equals to one brown. And if you don't understand what I'm talking about, should we tell them? We shouldn't tell them. Uh, you guys are... Uh, so let's tell them uh, we are talking about the Canadian banknotes, our currency. The red is 50. Oh, some people just literally just got it. Wow. All right. Praise God. So over the past weeks, we've been on the conversation untouchables. Help me say untouchables. Please, I do not want you to take God's word for granted. What God is doing with you, what God is doing with us as is loading us up with his word. It's, God is being very deliberate. Because he knows what lies ahead of us. We may not know. And that, I believe, is why God has sent his word to us and has helped us not to rush this food because this food must be digested. And it must be digested well. So when we started the conversation on touchables, we established that generally in this kingdom, you will most likely bump into three kinds of individuals. You will meet those whose lives is a practical example of everything the word of god says when you find a scripture on prosperity and you want to see a life that is prosperous their lives are available for god to use to validate that his word was true when you find scriptures on healing and working in divine health and many people are debating does god still heal is healing power still available and while people are having their hot takes and their discussions, there are those who are living that life, literally. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And we said the category two people are those who agree that God's word is powerful, agree that God's word is talking about them, but they found reality. Physical, existential reality, tangible enough for them to excuse themselves from some. Somebody say some. So they are living victoriously, but they are okay with a little bit of commas and semicolons, even though my God did not place them there. So you see them, they are happy to be living in good health, but they are just okay with a faulty marriage. Because in the world of reality, not in the world of the word, they say that marriage is not a bed of roses. In the world out there, do you understand? And they've decided that they are going to mix out there within here. And their life is going to produce a little bit of a mix of that. Hello? So, you see this, these folks, you, you are not sure what scripture their lives can validate. Because their ears are too loud outside. And once they find a possibility in scripture, they have a tendency to excuse themselves from it. And you have the third group who essentially will say, I don't care what God's word says. I don't care what anybody has to say. I am going to live my life based on the reality on ground. Hear me? If all you live your life by is the reality on ground, 
that life will constantly remain on ground. Did you hear me? Flight. Progress. Evident progress will... will <laughs> it will seem like Latin to such a person. Because the reality on ground is, is constantly changing. And it is in a direction. So, we began to lay the bricks. Maybe we should go into our anchor text as we go to 2 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. We read from the NKJV, the New King James Version, and we switch to the Good News Translation. Somebody say glory to God. Our anchor text says, Now thanks be to God who always, I love that word, always always leads us in triumph in christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place in every place let's switch to the other version it says let's switch to the other one but thanks be to god for in union with christ somebody say in union with christ you are going to understand a bit why I am emphasizing that. Your victory has a location. That location is in Christ. Outside Christ, your victory does not exist there. So whatever you meet there, <laughs> you take it. Hello. Share this with us before many years ago in the First Square Church Children's Department. We had a drama. Anybody remember Speedy's drama? Anybody? Okay, just a few, few G's, you know. You know, and we're acting drama, and they said I was going to be Jesus in the drama. Of course. That's, that was amazing, because someone else acted devil um, in the drama. And in that drama, um, Jesus was supposed to live in someone's house. Um, and, but that person was constantly being assaulted and attacked by the devil. Remember, it was Jesus, right? right are you envious do you want to be jesus we can set up another drama <laughs> glory to god so in in the drama i can run the script for you very quickly because that lesson has stayed with me since then so i jesus knock on the door of this person's house read heart okay so i knock on the person's door and the person's like oh wow jesus welcome to my house the person shows me around the house and now says, Jesus, that is your room. Takes me to a room in the basement, downstairs. And just says, this is your room. Alright? And then, suddenly after, the, 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 the adversary comes and knocks on the door. And the person is shouting, Jesus, 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 Jesus. But I am there in the room that they put me. So when I came back up and I saw this person beaten and battered. And the guy is like, Jesus, where were you? I said, I was where you put me. He said, you know what? I think that place is too far for you to hear when I call. So Jesus, I'm taking you away from there. I'm giving you the whole of upstairs. The upstairs is yours now. I'm going to because this adversary, look at me, and then I minister comfort. Somebody say comfort. My goodness, too many <clears throat> parables. Minister comfort to the brother. And then, now Jesus has moved from the basement to the old upstairs, Right? Right? And then while I am there, the adversary knocks on the door again and gets in and molests, maligns, destroys this guy and is shouting. Um, the, the only issue is that he does not have a consciousness that is in union with Christ. 
And so he's shouting and screaming, Jesus, Jesus. You know, there is a Jesus that is an exclamation of fear. And there is a Jesus that I know that name and I know the power in that name. So if, if for you, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Or if you can say Jesus, the devil knows the difference. It's not necessarily in the volume. So my brother was shouting and shouting and shouting. And shout. Then I come down again. At the time I commune with him, my regular coming down time. Mm. Are they seeing it? Are they seeing it? Okay, someone's seeing it. I'm enjoying this story. So, we, we, and then I just see my guy is battered. What's going on? He said, Jesus, where were you? I said, I was upstairs. So, the guy said, you know what, Jesus? It's not working. This whole house now belongs to you. That basement is yours. Downstairs is yours. Sitting room is yours. Upstairs is yours. Everything is yours. And then I give my guy a smile. I say, okay. Now we are in union. So the next time the adversary knocks, guess who is opening the house now? Opening the door. It's Jesus. And then as Jesus shows up, you can imagine how a children's drama can be dramatic. You know, the devil first has a headache. You know, just the same way the adversary will have a headache in, from your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. They will think it's business as usual. The same you that we could molest, the same you we could attack, the same you we could make rubbish of. But the next time they knock on your door, someone else is showing up. The lion of the tribe of Judah is showing up in his fierceness. And that marks the end of that affliction in your life in the name of Jesus. <sighs> Please put it back on our screen. It says in union with Christ. That has implications. And we'll get to that shortly. We are always led by God as prisoners in Christ's victory procession. God uses us to make the knowledge about Christ spread everywhere like a sweet fragrance. So, I'm, I'm going to need my good students and I'm not promising a gift for today. Alright. But if it's someone, let's see, maybe there might just be a gift. Alright. We said there are commandments that the untouchables live by. And there are mentalities. There is a way they think. That allows them to sustain that commitment. Number one commandment was they do what? Commit to constant feeding and obeying God's word. How, how are they able to do this? What's the mentality that sustains that? They tell themselves, there's grace for that. There's grace for that. If it's in God's word and God expects me to do it, there is grace for that. There is grace for that. Can you just put your hand on your chest and say, God is my father. And he loves me. Everything that comes my way, God trusts that I am equipped to overcome it. Do you believe what you've just said? Do you believe it? Because there are some things God will bring your way and you're like, God, you, you, it's like you, you think I've graduated from that last place. You don't know I'm still there. And God is saying, no, you graduated. And proof is that you can handle this. You can handle this. You can handle this. Because if your revelation of God is some ATM genie daddy up there that just wants to smooth sail you through life. He, God does not have weak sons. He does not have weak children. He's not a weak God. The psalmist says he teaches my hands to war. He strained me. I can break a bow. Do you understand? I can leap over a tree by my God. But he has taught me how to do it. He used the hard knocks of life. And what others called adversity. The same psalmist will say, it was good that I was afflicted. It was good. In the, in the moment, I didn't like it. 
But looking back now, boy, was that some training school? Look at where I am now. Look at where I am now. Somebody say glory to God. So they commit to constant feeding and obeying God's word. The mentality is there is grace for that. Number two, they secure their borders. And the mentality behind that is there is constant praise. Thanksgiving going on continually. And we talked about the second key there is what? Wisdom. Wisdom. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Do we remember that? All right. Number three, the devil gets no glory from their lips. The devil gets no glory. Do you understand what that means? Do you understand what that means? It means, for, for example, for example, can I, use, can I use this example? Can I use this example? If the devil brings headache to the house of an untouchable and drops the headache at the door and the untouchable, by some strange reason, has headache, the mouth of the untouchable will never say, Oh God, where's this headache from? Where did the devil bring it from? The mouth of the untouchable is, thank you, Father. Because my body will catch up with the life at work in me. And there is no infirmity that can stay in this body. So while the devil is coming to here, did I get a mention? Do you know what a mention is? Did I get a shout out in their morning devotion? The devil is listening to your prayers. The devil is listening to your musings. And he loves those who complain. And they call it morning devotion. Oh God, you can see, I didn't want to come to Canada. You told me to come to Canada. Now I am here and this is this. Ah, oh God, you have to just make a way in Jesus' name. And they look at the time. Mm. Giant challenge. That's, that's dwarf challenge. <laughs> can we scratch that? Can we scratch that? Because you didn't pray. There was no word to stand upon. No decrees made, no communication with the Father, no intimacy, just a bunch of complaining. And I'm, and I'm saying this, there is a kind of person that cannot receive the, this message of untouchables. If you are touchy-feely, do you know what touchy-feely means? Like, PDB a bit sensitive, the people with like real headache, like real, like, it's really bad, PD like five, six years. And I'm saying that on this lane, you accept total responsibility. It has lasted that long because there was a gap in my knowledge. There was a gap in light. Father, show me. Once that gap is plugged, that thing has no, no, no audacity to remain one second extra. Do you understand me? That's how we think here. Our, our, our deliverance is not somewhere out there. On some mystical Messiah about to appear. You don't understand? You're in union with Christ. Somebody say, I'm in union with Christ. Commandment number four, which is where we parked last week. It says that the untouchables are deliberate about their words especially i am whenever they say i am the next word that comes out must be a covenant guarantee from god's word so we don't just use i am carelessly i am hungry i am what else do people out there say i am broke i am confused so they say do, do, do you want to deny it no you're not denying denying, denying it i feel hungry you take it, you, you downgrade it to its actual realm. It's a feeling. That's not who you are. Because the moment the child of God says, I am all of creation, is awake. A God moment now. Someone who knows who they are is about to create something. And then after I say, I am, you just, you just throw one something. Say, they don't know. They know not. Are you ready for commandment number five? And commandment number six. 
I believe this is the crux of the conversation. I'm not going to rush it. I'm really hoping that we'll, we'll cover the two. Untouchables, jealously, jealously guard their relationship with the Holy Spirit. The key word there is jealously. Untouchables, jealously. Somebody say jealously. Jealously guard their relationship with the Holy Spirit. Untouchables, jealously. Ah, somebody say jealously. I want to show you the back end of this and the mentality that backs this up. The mentality that really backs this commandment up is that the only basis, are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? The only basis for my victory is the victory that Christ secured. Outside of that victory, I am, I am roast. Do you understand? Like barbecue, like kebab. Do you understand? Like gone. Do you understand? Hello. So look at them. Some of them have literally gone to restaurants now. Placing orders in the church. <laughs> Glory to God. Please, the spirit of religion casualizes what we're about to talk about. And if you are listening from the mindset of a spirit of religion, you just say this, 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 like the, this point is the least important one. Jealously. Jealously. Guard it. They know that everything. Let's go to God's word. Exodus, Exodus chapter 17. I read from verse 9 to verse 13. Please help me just drop your hand on the strings very softly. Are you there? Are you there? Exodus 17 from verse 9 to verse 13. There is no time to give you the background for this. But this is the new nation freshly delivered. On their way to the promised land, they were attacked on the way. Attacked in their journey. This was a nation in formation. Do you understand me? And Moses said to Joshua, choose us out men. Go out. Fight with Amalek. This is intelligence. It says tomorrow, I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. And Joshua got the message. Joshua did not say, my, my Lord, my, my Father, my, your Excellency, whatever. If there is anywhere we need you, we need you on ground. Joshua knew that the victory he will demonstrate on ground will be because there is a rod raised on top. Hello. I hope this is not too much for us. So Joshua knew that the, the final score of that battle is not going to depend on Amalek. If Amalek comes with one million soldiers or one billion soldiers, that is significantly different in terms of military strength. Do you understand? But our victory has no correlation with the size of the enemy's army. Child of God, can you, can you begin to accept this thought? That your victory has nothing, absolutely nothing. God does not need additional blood. Because the enemy's army has doubled. He's saying whatever their number are, whatever the size of that opposition is, there is guarantee as far as I am doing the back end. 
So in the back there, there is a hand that is lifted up. And then there is a victory that is guaranteed on the ground. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him, fought with Amalek with confidence. And Moses, Aaron, and Ur went up to the top of the hill. Moses, Aaron, and Ur went to the top. And it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. And I'm sure Joshua knew it. He's seen it now that I won this battle two weeks ago. I spoke victory into my health two weeks ago. But now the doctors are saying there is a diagnosis that they are seeing something again. Now I, it is feedback to me that there is, there is a disconnection from my back end. Amalek did not suddenly become stronger. It has nothing to do with them. Do, do you understand how we think in this kingdom? It says Moses' hands were heavy. So they took a stone <laughs> and they put it under him and he sat there on. So what is Moses' posture? Above and sitting. Uh, above and sitting. He sat. Aaron and her stayed up his hands. One on one side, the other on the other side. He says his hands were steady. This is a prophetic picture. Because Moses called the Israelites. He said one day, one day, in a not too distant future, God will send you a prophet like me. You don't understand? This one is already seated. He won't need stone to sit. This one is already up there, far above. He's not going to need propping. This one is not going to need Aaron supporting him or supporting him. This one is victorious in power and he's going to sit there. If you can see him seated, exalted, your victory on ground is guaranteed. That, that's the picture here. But he says in verse 13, I love verse 13. You know, verse 13 is like a, a scripture of evident progress. He says, and Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Imagine if this was the only verse in your Bible and you don't know that something was happening in the back end. You know, that's how you will share your testimony. That God gave you victory over that situation. That God turned it around for you. But we know that there is a back end. Somebody say a back end. Somebody say back end. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18 to verse 23. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18 to verse 23. This scripture is a dangerous one. It has a tendency to, to keep us. So we will just focus on where we are going to. Right? 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 Because if your right is not loud enough, we might just stay here. We'll just literally just stay here. It says that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened so that you can see that the back end for your victory is seated above. Seated. Now, he's not just there. This time, there is a technology in this kingdom that Joshua can be on ground. And Joshua must also be with him and see himself in union. Hmm. That you may know what is the hope of his calling, 
what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe not to everybody to what somebody said toward us the untouchables the ones who actually believe it the ones who actually believe it according to the working of his mighty power can you take us to 20 which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him so hello hope this is not too deep for us the vision Moses the man of God saw that they had to give him a stone to sit down so that this victory will, will not be shortchanged. Because if there is not a technology to sit, the moment Moses' armstrings are aching, and Aaron also, Aaron also is, is, is flesh and blood, right? They are not machines. Aaron are not, right? At some point, they will get tired also, right? That, that, that's, not a, that's not a picture of permanent victory. But remember where we started from, that Christ causes us always it means that there was a way in the realm of this in the spirit for that sitting to be permanent and for that position to be guaranteed now paul is telling us by revelation that the, the way that stone was put for him to sit is that power power raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in heavenly places far above because our victory is in union with him if it's far above I am far above principality and power might and dominion every name somebody say every name have you heard some people dignify some situations as though you should be shaking people come to you PD and I'm, I'm please this is this is a this is just an example if it sounds like a real life scenario completely unintended do you believe me disclaimer <laughs> pity i know you're anointed god has called you i want you to pray for this situation pity says come let us pray father in the pity relax before you say father in the name of jesus you know i want you to know i've called bishop bishop who now we have some powerful people in the room i've called apostle david do you know apostle david i said who does not know apostle david god's choice servant to the nations of the earth hmm. just so you know somebody gave me apostle's number I called him apostle prayed nothing happened okay I'm, i trust god i trust god we're going to pray father wait 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 after i left um apostle david i've heard of prophet prophetess michelle i said oh, who does not know her? i know her he said you accuracy in the realm of the spirit i said i know he said but my own case she did not see anything that's the person saying whatever you want to do just make sure it's different from what these other big people have done. And that's the problem. If your faith is in big people, you will have big issues. But if your faith is in Jesus, it says every name. You don't understand? It doesn't matter the size of it. It doesn't matter who has, inter who, who, who has examined it and said there is no hope. Not with my Jesus. Do you understand me? Not with my Jesus. It says every name, not only in this age. So don't tell me that power worked some days ago. For that same power that conquered the dead lives in me. The same power. The same power. 
The same power is still raising the dead. The same power is still healing the sick. The same power is still quickening the mortal. That same power. Says he puts all things under his feet. Under his feet. And gave him to be the head over all things to the church. I'm looking at my time. I believe we will get to the last one. I want to show you something. If the secret source, permit me, can you permit me to use that? Of being seated is resurrection power. Then we need to investigate resurrection power and see what resurrection power works on. Because this is going to lead me to commandment number seven. You are my daddy, my daddy. Your boy is singing. I'll be singing and dancing and shouting for the rest of eternity. You are my lover, deliverer. Your boy is singing. I will be singing and dancing and shouting for the rest of eternity. Only you, only you. Till the end, only you. Only you. Only you are God. What does resurrection power work on? Please stay with me. We are literally landing the plane right now. If you can get this, if you can get this, Romans, Romans chapter 6, verse 4 to verse 8. Romans, this is the crux. This is the this is the guarantee for every other thing. It says, therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death. And the Lord has sent me to announce to his church, resurrection power only works on what is dead. Oh, you didn't hear me. If it's not dead, it cannot be raised to life. Many of you are too alive to experience resurrection power. And he says that we need more death, more death of your flesh, more death of your will. More death, more death. Your ideas are too intact for God. You've brought it for him to bless. And he said, where is my role as a father? Daddy, what do you want for me? Ah. He says, through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Follow for if we have been united together in the likeness of his death somebody say if please when you when you meet conditions in scripture especially in the new covenant they are they are they are they are, they are there as light for the believer if we have been united together in the likeness of his death certainly somebody say certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection knowing this that our old man was crucified the diode that lied is dead the diode that cheated is dead the diode that the enemy has a, a, a dossier of in our world they call it receipts we have, we have your receipts we have proof and I'm saying you may have proof but that person is dead that person was crucified with him that the body of sin might be done away with that we should no longer be slaves. Verse 7. For he who has died. 
You know God's word is like honey. He who has died has been freed from sin. Now, now. Somebody say now. Do you know what now means? Somebody say now. Somebody say now. If we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. This is the back end of resurrection power. And if it seems that that same power is not working, not producing, could it be that you are still alive? Your senses still alive? Your thoughts still alive? Everything about you is still intact. Nothing changed. The only thing that changed is your dressing. Nothing else changed. I'm now, I, I'm now a believer in Jesus and there was no death. That's not salvation. Salvation is the old person dying and a new man. Somebody say, new man. I have three minutes left. Believe it or not, we are doing commandment number seven. Amen. 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 You know, it was said of, of the great woman of God, Catherine Coleman. When you hear her talking about the Holy Spirit, if you don't know that the Holy Spirit is not physical, if the first time you hear about the Holy Spirit is from Catherine Coleman, and you don't know anything about the Holy Spirit from anywhere else, you think she's talking about like her boyfriend. Sweet Spirit of the Living God is here. Don't grieve him. Don't grieve him. Without him, I'm nothing. But, but we, we've learned how to be something without him. In fact, the, the more he's trying to get our attention, the more we are saying we, we know what to do. Ah, Holy Spirit, chill. Calm down. We know what to do. Jealously guard it. Because that victory of the exalted Christ is administered through the office of the Spirit. And we guard it jealously. So I know it doesn't matter how many people Amalek brings. He who sits in heaven laughs. He's still seated on his throne. Amen. You were seated on the throne. Ah. And holy is the Lamb. Hallelujah. Please, all over the room, just rise on your feet. I sense it's staring in the spirit. We'll, we'll land the plane next week. You reign. You reign forevermore. There is no one else. There is no one else. Hallelujah. Come on, Kaisis, raise your voice in the room watching our mind. Amen, amen. You were seated. Holy is the Lamb. Hallelujah. Yeah. One more time with conviction to us. We'll 
There is no one else like you. Kalebeso varia kapadese ledosia. Kembranin talebo dosa. Someone is asking. I just hear sometimes the Spirit of God gives you insights into thoughts of the heart. Someone is saying, if only, if only we know where that rod is. That powerful rod. And the Lord says to tell you that the rod of God is his word on your tongue. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? His word on your tongue. And just as a token, the Lord says he wants to anoint some hands. He wants to anoint some hands. So I want you to just trust God wherever you are. If you came into the service with sickness in your body. And you're saying, I just need to see the pastor after service. Well, the great physician has decided to meet you during service. Do you, you don't understand me? The great physician is right there. He's right there. He's right there. He's moving. So I want you to put the hand on that place that you need a touch from heaven. You believe that that same power, that same power, you believe the same Jesus, the same yesterday, the same today, the same forevermore. There is no one else. I want you to just put your hand there. It might be your head, your eyes. If it is a part that you cannot touch, then put your hand on your head. There is no one else. No one else like you. No one else. No one else like you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come by faith. We come on the confidence of the blood of the eternal covenant. The blood that was shed for your sons. The blood that was shed for your daughters. The same ones that affliction has found a way to cohabit in their vessel. And I come as one sent under the authority of the Most High to issue a decree that today marks an end to every illegal occupant in that body so this is not a negotiation this is not a suggestion this is not a pat in the back this is an instruction echoing the voice of the one who called everything into being and i know you can hear me deaf spirits even can hear me blinding spirits can hear me afflictions from the pit of hell you can hear me every affliction in the vessel of God's children as they by faith make contact with it by the authority in the name of Jesus I release healing virtue right now in the name of Jesus and I speak complete restoration I said complete restoration I said complete restoration those organs will work again your doctors will be stunned they will say where did you go what did you see what did you take and you will let them know master jesus dr jesus my great physician restored me and we issue that decree that as you have gone out you will never return as you have gone out you will never return you strangers will banish you permanently in the name of jesus and we speak peace 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 over the mind that mind that is almost like like a racing we speak peace 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 be still every raging storm peace be still in the name of jesus 
it is done i said it is done oh do you believe it check yourselves i said it is done i said it is done some of you need to go book another appointment i said it is done i said it is done if i leave your stage this victory is in union with christ and you know that union does not exist you might be in the room where you are watching us online i want to extend that invitation to you right now right there where you are you're saying pastor won't you at least find out a bit more about me and the things i've done let's find out if your god can forgive them and i'm telling you no matter how dark no matter how bleak no matter how terrible you think you are his love is able to wash it away there's no shadow it won't light up there's no mountain it won't climb up there's no wall it won't kick down just for you just for you if you are there i want you i know our hands are down now just put your hand on your chest if you are watching online take that step also everybody can't see me i know i can't see you but just place your hand there and let's say this together lord jesus church you can join us to say with them lord jesus i believe you are the son of god thank you for dying on the cross for my sins i believe you're alive today i ask that you forgive me cleanse me of all unrighteousness i ask that you come live in me i ask that you live through me and i receive the grace to live the rest of my days for you i receive eternal life in my spirit thank you for writing my name in the book of life the rest of my days will count for you in jesus name we have prayed in jesus name we have prayed come on if you brought those hands to church i want you wherever you are in the room watching online to jam those hands together give the lord a big shout blessed by the sermon and if you would love to be a part of what god is doing in our midst feel free to join us on sundays at 10 a.m or wednesdays at 7 p.m to be a part of the giving you can give our email at info, I-N-F-O, at KICCCanada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. God is doing amazing things in our midst and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember, you're a champion. God bless you.